Hello everyone and thank you for joining me. I'm Kristen Bomas and this is Struck by Enlightenment. Today we're going to talk about manipulation in your relationships and in particular in your partnership. People often use manipulation to get what they want out of another person. This becomes much more prevalent in your closest relationships for obvious reasons, right? People manipulate in good ways and in some not so good ways. So today we're going to look at why people manipulate the ways in which people manipulate, and what that means to the health of your relationships and partnership. People manipulate out of defensiveness. That level of manipulation is going to be directly proportional to the level of defensiveness in the individual using it. So the more healthy the structure of the individual, the more mild and unintentional the manipulation, and the more unhealthy, the more damaging, if not destructive, the manipulation can be. The styles of manipulation sometimes intend to harm, but oftentimes do not intend to harm. So the more unhealthy the person or structure, like I said, the more unhealthy the manipulation, and the greater the probability of intent to control or overpower that other person. Most people manipulate out of shyness, fear of rejection, or fear of being hurt in some way. They might be feeling defensive, whether they're conscious of it or not. But toward the extreme end of manipulating are those who are challenged by loss or not being good enough, being abandoned or in some way left behind, not belonging. And so they may use at that time manipulation to overpower, to control in a very abusive environment. So let's now turn our attentions to what kind of manipulation there is. There are various ways in which people choose to manipulate. Maybe they don't even choose. Sometimes it's unconscious, right? But there are various ways that people are going to manipulate. And on the more mild level, it's just to get what they want. And usually those people, they don't have a real good way of communicating, right? We all learn to communicate by meeting the needs of others. And so it makes it difficult for us to learn how to communicate our needs. So we, in, in those cases, everybody can manipulate. So uh, I'll give you a fun example. I have a, a little female dog and she's probably snoring in the background right now. But anyway, she has this thing that she likes to play. I call it damsel in distress. And she'll decide that she doesn't want to jump in the car. So she'll stand on the edge and she'll pretend like she can't get in the car until I'll finally pick her up and put her in the car. Now, we all know she can get in the car, but she's manipulating the situation to get what she wants out of it. She means no harm, it's a game, it's fun, she just wants my attention. Okay, well the same thing can happen in your relationships, and in particular, in partnerships. So somebody can play that game of, oh, you know, I really can't reach, I can't reach, can you get that down for me, just so that you'll share in, in the duty, right? Whatever that is, and you know, my. That's just an example. It could be anything like that. Um, they might buy you something so that you'll use it, right? Like maybe you have this old tool and it grates on their nerves. Say they buy you a new one so that you'll use that instead. And they're kind of manipulating the situation rather than just saying, you know, it makes me kind of crazy that you um, use this tool and it makes such an awful noise or whatever they may be experiencing, right? Um, there are times where people unintentionally evoke guilt 
and it is unintentional. You can kind of tell. And if you're sensitive to it, you might even ask them, do you intend for me to feel guilt in this? And they'll back up and say no and explain what it is. Sometimes people will, will kind of put a string attached to something, you know, like they'll, you know, if you do this, I'll do that, right? Or um, I bought you this racket so that you could learn to play racquetball so we could play racquetball together, you know, something like that. There's a string attached, right? They may push you, speaking of racquetball, they may push you to enjoy something they enjoy and they kind of manipulate you into it. Let's, how about we go play racquetball and then we'll go to your favorite steakhouse afterwards or, you know, but there's that little edge of, you know, kind of getting you to do what they want to do, stringing it along, right? Those are, they don't mean any harm by it. They want to share time, but they don't know how to really just communicate. And so those kinds of, um, styles of manipulation you'll see all over the place and there's no harm intended but there is a better way to communicate and if you're feeling it as manipulation at the time smile and call them out on it you don't have to get upset about it at the, especially at the beginning you just want them to understand that they don't have to, to communicate it like that that if they just tell you what it is they wish to have that you can easily accommodate or not right okay but that's all communication. At that level, when the manipulations are mild and, and, and they're without harm at all and they're just kind of like these examples, it's all about the communication at that point. So definitely you want to ask them what's going to make you happy, what is this about for you, and what can we do so that you feel more comfortable directly asking and talking about that. Then there are ways that are a little bit more moderate in intensity that people will use for manipulating. And at this point, a person can be feeling a little bit more threatened, a little bit more defensiveness, insecurities may be coming up in the relationship. Maybe there's a little bit of trust issues taking place in the one who manipulates. Um, but whatever it is, there's going to be a little bit more of a moderate level of, of manipulation. And at this point, you know, and I'll talk about this later, you want to be a little bit more aware, okay? So let's look a little bit at some of those examples so you can see a little bit more of a moderate form of manipulation. So some of the things that people can do when they are, when it's a little bit more mo moderate, right? But it's now, it's, it's also, it's, it's bordering, the healthy is starting to, you're starting to move away from healthy here, right? So somebody might, you know, cry at the drop of a pin or, you know, if you loved me, why would you do that? Or, you know, why don't you show me that you love me by doing this, right? Now they're starting to, to put you in a position of, of feeling like you, you have to do something. They're not controlling you, but you're feeling as if in order to show your love, you have to do what they want you to do, right? Or if the person across from you is crying, you feel this urgency to stop the tears. And so now you leave your own self behind to help the other person stop crying. Um, the, the, this is the level where guilt trips can start to be used. And not in an intense way, but a, a kind of more subtle type of um, guilt trip. Um, really? You went to the store and you didn't even tell me you were going? Like, do you just forget about me? What's that, right? Like little things like that. They're annoying, but they're also uncomfortable. And that needs to, again, the, at this level, I think you still need to just start talking about it. There's consistent pouting, you know, kind of shutting down and, 
and, and giving this, you know, oh, woe is me kind of feeling. And that kind of makes you want to go after them and pull them back in again. Now the attention is on that person pouting. They may withdraw from the conversation and get very quiet and it makes you want to pull them out as well. That's the, these are all moderate ways of doing it. Those are the same people who might be a little bit fast at getting you to be romantic at the beginning of the relationship. But I want this, I want that part to be seen as, you know, in the severe, more severe levels of manipulation, it's when the beginning of the relationship is, goes very, very fast. You know, you're dating and married within months, everything appears perfect. You know, the person starts out and they make promises like, oh, I absolutely love to do that too. And they agree with you on all this stuff and everything is just so perfect and easy. And then quickly you start to find, no, they really don't do anything and they don't want to do any of that with you. And that's, that's, that can stay right at that level, which is moderate, but it's not fun, right? But it's kind of moderate. They're not trying to control you or overpower you, but they did in the sense of wanting to be in the relationship with you because they love you. Now they don't know how to interact any better than that. They may say something and just say, and you say, why would you say this to me? Oh, I'm just joking. But it happens over and over and you know it's not a miscommunication, but more of a joking. And that too is a, can be a very moderate form of, um, of manipulation, but it has hurt in it, right? It hurts when people say some of those things and then they say they're joking and it can create a, a soft confusion for you, but not significant. The other is, I love you, but damn, I hate it when you blah, 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 right? So now, and that's subtle, but it's a moderate form of manipulation because they love you, but now they're going to tell something about you that they don't like. And now you are trying to struggle with changing that behavior so you can just hear, I love you. And that's again, subtle. And it does have a, an edge of control to it. But I think where I want you to hear it at this level is it's somebody manipulating. They don't know how to just simply tell you, you know, when you do this, it is really upsetting for me because I blah, blah, blah. Right. But they need to teach you what's going on inside them instead of making you feel like, in order to be loved, you have to change this behavior. So those are some examples. Um, there, there are more obviously, but th those are some of the examples that you can see exist in a, in a relationship where now the, the level of manipulation is at a moderate level. So that's a time where you want to be a little bit more aware and concerned. Just have your eyes wide open as I would like to say to everybody. So now let's look at the more severe level, right? There are those who absolutely, they don't want to say, say this about themselves, but they intend to overpower and to control their partner, their, their, the other person in the relationship. And, and this happens out of deep fear and of shame and, and not being good enough and they can't tolerate it. And they, they are so dependent on the other that they can't bear the thought of the loss. And so that need to control and overpower is to hold on to out of fear of loss and abandonment and more that go, that goes, has to go along with the shame. And there can be all kinds of more, um, of various dynamics to that person, but we're talking about the actual manipulation. So we're not worried about that end of it at this time. When, when a person is manipulating at that level, you're looking at, um, an abusive relationship. 
So I want you to listen to these examples and I want you to think about them because this is a time when you need to stop trying to make it right and you need to talk to somebody seriously and get, you need help getting the strength to get out of a relationship that's manipulating at this level. So that person may constantly show great judgment of friends and family and slowly you start to see that that person doesn't want to be with your friends and family and so you're starting to get isolated and they're manipulating the person, the people with whom you interact with because of their judgments and their opinions and so they may even get angry and tie the anger in with some of the manipulation so that now you're starting to feel like you want to keep away from the anger as well and so that becomes a form of, of manipulating the way they raise their voice, the way they get you going on things. They may blame you for things, they're always blaming somebody, they're accusing and pointing outward and, and you're, you're, you're not knowing who's to blame. That can be coupled with gaslighting where they are really doubting things you say and making you start to doubt yourself and so the gaslighting is um, pretty profound. In fact I have a separate um, podcast on gaslighting that if that if there's more you would like to know about that please listen to that one as well um, at this level they start to elicit a, a, a level of fear inside you and so they're manipulating by using fear as that gauge right and and so if they can see the fear in your eyes they're going to keep moving you in that direction this is when their fear of abandonment is stroking you and they may even threaten abandonment they may threaten uh, leaving you because you aren't doing things the way they want you to and so now you're, you're really you can see it's one step above a big step above I love you but um, and it's starting to move into direct statements of you know this is what you're going to do or else at some point they become very oppositional really demanding that you agree with them and move to their side so that the manipulations are becoming more um, covert and and uh, no, I'm sorry, overt, <laughs> and, and really, you know, kind of in your uh, direct. So the criticisms are there, they're loud, they're judgmental, and they're blaming, and they're just, it's, it's pretty constant, so that you're in a constant state of trying to be good enough for them. And that level of manipulation from the antagonist will really create a doubting of self in the protagonist. And so again, I'm going to repeat, if you're seeing any of these signs of manipulation in your relationship, then I'm going to please ask you to talk not only with friends, but with someone who you can trust to help you gain the strength to exit the, the, the relationship before it gets any worse. Because now you're being tied to um, an individual uh, by your emotions and that's no longer freedom and it's no longer love. You are now imprisoned in an emotional box. The biggest question at the beginning is if you think there's any intent and especially malintent in the manipulation because that's going to help you with that divide. Is it going towards the good you know, side where you can just work with it? Is it kind of moderate you can still possibly work with it or is it going to be debilitating and destructive in which case run? just run. <laughs> like, you just don't even want to go there, just run. Um, it's, it's the responsibility of both parties to be aware because the antagonist may know that they're doing that but may not know how to stop, especially if it's part of an abuse pattern. But for the protagonist, 
you're being manipulated in one way or another. And so you want to become aware of that, know the experience that you're having and trust in that from the get-go and just speak out loud. Just ask what their intent was with what they just did. I'm notorious if somebody tries to, to use a guilt trip on me because I don't feel guilt anymore in my life at this time just from the work I've done. So when somebody tries to use a guilt trip, I, it's kind of hysterical because it doesn't go anywhere for me. And I asked them, you know, okay, would you like to tell me how, how you would like me to feel right now because I'm not understanding the intent of your message. And they're always uh, blah, 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 like they don't know what to do with it. And those people don't necessarily mean harm, but they're sitting on that edge of moderate um, manipulation. So you want to look at, at, at what you can do, even as the protagonist, to open it up. And if you get a harsh response, that needs to be a really big red flag. If you're in a highly manipulative situation, I, I really, I'm going to say it one more time. I'd say it another hundred if I needed to. Please take the time to find someone to help you gain the strength and the capability, because you'll need you know, a plan to move out of any relationship that's showing signs of extreme manipulation, any controlling, overpowering behavior that, that is limiting your freedom and your rights as an individual. So I hope that each of you can gain an awareness of your own style of being and, and the experience that you wish to have. Be aware of when you manipulate. Allow yourself to smile as long as it's on a mild level. It's on a moderate level. Ask yourself why you're manipulating instead of, instead of asking and, and learning to communicate. And if you have spent your life really in and out of abusive patterning and you find yourself manipulating at that level, be aware that your manipulations might be somewhat um, severe and not because you want them to be, but because it's all you know. So take the time to heal before that manipulation becomes a part of an unhealthy relationship. So today, I hope you walk away with an awareness that we all manipulate, but that, that you want to be aware at what level. Take it upon yourself to open up communication in your life. Know the experience you wish to have. And until next time, may each of you find yourself free of manipulations that have controlled you and overpowered you and able to laugh at the subtleties of manipulation that surround you and are from you. Let's grow from them and not judge them anywhere we can and move away from them when we need to. So I thank you so very much for joining me. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me. And please visit KristenBomas.com where you can easily access all of my social circles.